Being a vegan is not easy. I'm not saying it's hard either. I guess it's just about what you feel you need in your life and the outcome you're expecting. Is it something you see yourself doing long term? If so, what do you desire as your ultimate result? After being a vegetarian for three years, I decided not only was meat not for me, but neither was dairy. This will be my second time. I'll explain later. The aftermath of dairy has never been my friend. Just trying to keep it real. I knew, while becoming a vegan, all the great things I have ever loved will become obsolete. This is something I would have to come to terms with and realize in my everyday life. I was not going to be doing a diet-friendly eating habit that would have a seasonal result. This would be a lifestyle change. A change that would be part of my growth in understanding my needs, desires, and at times how I would want others to respect me and who I was becoming. The thought of exploring veganism was a way to have a positive impact on where I saw my health. My parents have been two major focuses on why I wanted to have better health. Why? Well, my parents are the best, but their health, not so much. Let me start by explaining with a family-style disclaimer about the soon-to-be-expressive sarcastic tangent. I would not be mentioning all the accidental tripping over one's foot, the let-me-see-if-I-can-wear-these-slippers-down-the-steps-and-falls-forward events, or even the I-thought-I-still-have-balance-in-my-legs situations. Sorry, Mom and Dad, but you both need to take more caution to where you are going and what you are doing. I have to say, I'm really trying hard not to laugh. What I will be discussing are the health scares that continue to boggle my mind of the amount of doctor visits and long night sleeps in the waiting rooms, which continue to affect school, work, and social life. They have taught me so much of my inner strength and life I had to let go. I grew up quickly to be a helping hand and matured my understanding of my surroundings in order to adapt to what my new normal would be as a young teen into my now adulthood. At the age of two, my father and I would play goofy games such as who can dance the silliest. So one day his moves appeared to be out of this world. I remember being told I was cracking up and yelled, daddy is being silly. To my mother's surprise, this was no joking matter. In fact, my father was having a seizure. This would be the first episode I would experience, as more would reveal itself over the course of my teens and finally into my young adulthood. My father's health records would continue through other diagnoses of blood clots, vascular dementia, Bell's palsy, heart attacks, more seizures, and a lump scare surgery which caused my father to almost lose his life due to the surgeon cutting so deep my father bled eternally for 24 hours, went into an induced coma to the point doctors and nurses didn't even believe he would make it out alive. The response my mother gave to a crying nurse on her shoulder 
has forever embedded my mind as strength, courage, and faith. He's not going to make it through the night, and I won't be back until the morning. Can you tell your husband he was a nice man for me? Said the nurse, who was trying to calm her tears as my mother embraced her. He will be just fine, my mother said confidently. He is not going anywhere, and God has it under control. He will be here for you when you return back in the morning for your shift. God did exactly that. My dad beat the odds, and even though the healing process was hard to endure, he pushed through and showed every day can make a difference if you just push through with diligence and faith. After those close encounters, my dad's close calls slowed down, and both my parents would try to eat healthy and try even harder after hearing about high blood pressure, pre-diabetic diagnosis, and even high cholesterol alerts from the doctor. The changes would be right away, and my parents would explore the grocery store aisles with doctor's health recommendations and a list of food items needed to make corrective actions. I mean, our refrigerator has seen more changes and updates than an iPhone. Organic? Check. Fresh produce? Check. The list could go on and on. While all this was happening, I couldn't help but wonder what changes these items were truly making on the lifestyle my parents were trying to improve upon. I decided to do my own research. My first attempt to change in my life started in 2011 with a Daniel fast my church was having, and I was technically forced to complete all 40 days. Since I was part of a life changes program, and the coordinator told us we were doing it. Simple as that. Well, I thought if the only thing I can eat are vegetables, non-dairy, and nuts, then why not make this Daniel fast a long life fast? After the fast, I changed it up with new way of eating, and let me tell you, it was a big change. My body was like, what in the name of who was going on? Yes, my body had to really trust me throughout this process. I continued to accommodate my body by giving it some dairy, and learned my body was still tired and didn't have energy. I was afraid I was making things worse, but I kept going. After three years, I gave it up and listened to a doctor who told me my body needed meat. So I did just that and ate meat again. Now, I regret this decision and found I could have added more protein in various ways, but I didn't understand at the time what I really needed. Finally, around 2016, I changed my life to be a vegetarian again and by 2018, I was fully vegan. Over time, after deep processed thoughts, God, and life improvement books, I realized the reasons for my tiredness was based upon a depression I didn't even realize I was in. This was due to traumatic events I had endured over the time I was a vegetarian. In the end, being vegan was the best decision I could have made. Now, Traveling and being a vegan is not easy. Earlier, I mentioned my parents' health background and eating habits to say, once I decided to be vegan, 
I knew it was for me. Due to previous encounters seeing others' bad health habits and the effects it had on them. By changing how they ate, they could change major outcomes in their life. Even eating better helped me with my depression and other factors I will get to later in the book. Once I started to travel more, I found it hard to keep up and learned being vegan and on the go is not easy or cheap. It is extremely hard. Just recently, we are seeing more people in the vegan community develop more foods that doesn't require you to have a full kitchen to complete meals. What I'm trying to get to is I had to adjust my eating to vegetarian, to vegan, and mixing up my food every day to adjust how I was living for the month, week, or even day. A nomad's life is always up in the air, and those of us who live this life can find it difficult to embrace when our eating habits are affected. Over time, I did learn what I could enjoy eating and learn to adapt in places I would stay when the kitchen was not good to cook in, no microwaves were available, and or protein options were scarce. Even though the process was difficult to handle, I continued to learn how to adapt and focus on my vegan health with a nomad lifestyle. I figure, I got this far, why not keep going? 